Hello friend, this is Thomas from Zoronto, your host at Ecommercicon. In a bit, we're going to talk with Didi Fallon from Clavio. We'll talk about improving your email strategy and everything there is to know about the subject. So, tune in, let's go to my computer and talk with Didi Fallon about email strategy. Hello, Didi, really nice to have you here. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing good. How are you? Really brilliant. Looking forward to this interview, this discussion with you. Um, I know you have so much value to share with me. Um, everybody, this is Didi from Clavio. She is the head of customer success for all Clavio customers. And Clavio, you probably know, leading email marketing company. So many interesting things to talk about with uh, Didi today. So let's just jump right into it, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, excited. Right. So first of all, um, I, I would like us to highlight the importance of email marketing for online shops. Like, why do they need email marketing? Why do they, would they not need email marketing is my question. I think uh, email marketing is essential to building your online brand in presence. You know, you're, you're sharing your brand, you're sharing your product. It allows you to get to know your subscribers before they come, become customers, allows you to interact with your customers, and it allows you to make your customers become those brand advocates and those, those loyal customers that you have. Um, I think you know, when, when I think of email marketing, I really break it down the importance into a couple of key strategies here. So we really want to use email marketing to build brand awareness, of course, share your brand's voice, share your products, everything in, in that realm. Um, driving customer acquisition and activation. So uh, we talk about getting those subscribers onto your email list so you're able to connect with them. And then moving those subscribers to customers. They're actually interested in your products, interested in your brands. You can do that all through email marketing. Um, and then those last two key strategies uh, that I want to highlight is, is customer retention. Uh, we all know that the like we think about cost of customer acquisition. It, it for a business, it costs a lot more to acquire a first-time customer. Um, but once you have a, a customer that you're retaining and is purchasing repeat over time or becoming that, that loyal uh, customer for you and becoming a brand advocate, it, it really helps you to drive more revenue for your business. These are the people that are helping push your brand along along with your email marketing messages. And then all of this, of course, any business wants to just drive and increase revenue. And it's proven that email marketing can help you do this, especially when you can track back those activities, what the customers uh, or subscribers are doing, how they're interacting with your content, and which of your email uh, messages really drives revenue for your business. So those are, those are important and, and all of it ties back to tracking all through email marketing itself. It's, it's fascinating that um, the probably the only proven uh, marketing channel at the moment that is always strong is email marketing. Email will probably never go away. It's like a spoon. You know, we might live in spaceships, in, in, you know, in the future and then have, you know, flying cars, but we're still going to have spoons. It's something right. we've been using, right? So email exactly. is the same thing. Platforms come and go, but having your customers' emails and knowing how they behave is essential. So talking about essential um, strategies for email marketing. What are the essential marketing flows and automations and campaigns that an online shop should have in place? Oh, good question. Um, I've got a, a strong opinion on these. I think I've, I'll highlight uh, three of the top flows that I think all customers should set up at, at Clavio. We, we highlight them during the onboarding process as key milestones. Uh, first and foremost, 
uh, we should all be focusing on pre-purchase engagement emails. We're, we're in a day and age, we're all consumers. We wanna know about the brands and the products we're purchasing before we do. We're doing research on them, maybe reading some reviews. As a business, it's in your hands to educate your potential consumers in these pre-purchase emails. Send them what they want to know, give them some information on reviews. Um, I've got a couple of brands that I love who I think do this really well. For example, um, clothing brands, J. Crew, somewhere that I typically shop, I notice that their emails, even before I'm a customer looking at some of their campaigns, they'll put outfits together for me. Let me know what looks good. That's a great way to get engagement in the audience and let you click through and kind of envision yourself and what this, what you would look like if you were purchasing something. So that's number one. Uh, number two is abandoned cart emails. These are super important and can be a really effective sales tactic for you. So uh, sending a customer or sending a consumer once they've, they've chosen something, put it in their cart, maybe they got busy, got distracted, decided now wasn't the time to purchase for them. They're, they're walking away from their cart. You want to be top of mind for them when they come back or look into their email and you're right there. Um, I think that the key to abandoned cart is really that personalization and urgency. So ensuring you're sending those uh, in, in a quick time frame, we usually say between two or three hours um, after the cart was abandoned, but uh, also ensuring it's personalized with what the person had abandoned in their cart. A lot of email marketing softwares will allow you to do this. Um, Thirdly, I think uh, my, my last one that I'll highlight is the post-purchase follow-up. Um, this goes hand-in-hand -hand with that pre-purchase follow-up. Uh, this is what I talked a little bit earlier uh, about earlier, but increasing those repeat purchasers and post-purchase follow-up is a way to do this. So after a customer purchases, you have a bunch of different ways you can do this. Maybe it's timely right after to thank them for their purchase. Maybe it's after if it was a, um, you know, a good that was being delivered. So once it got delivered, you can send them a post-purchase thank you asking them to write a review. Um, and then it allows you to follow up with similar products as long as you're tracking this. Um, you know, in, in Clavia, I'm thinking more, more in our terms, we've got different um, data science uh, segments and different ways that we're tracking this information on customers that will allow you to look at what is it maybe expected next purchase date for a consumer based on some of their past purchasers if they've been a repeat purchaser. And post-purchase follow-up emails will allow you to anticipate some of this over time and hopefully get to the consumer at the right time when they're ready to potentially purchase again soon. Um, I think uh, I gave an example of J. Crew earlier, but something that comes top of mind for me in, in a place where I uh, purchase a lot is Zappos. I always notice that once you get delivered um, your shoes, you'll get an email to write a review um, as well as look at how other people are reviewing the shoes that that you've had after they've started, you know, running shoes as an example is one that I purchased asking me to write a review and then showing me some other people after they've had them a couple months how the shoes are holding up. And I think that's a really smart post-purchase follow-up that we should mimic. So it's very exciting, you know, being also a marketer. It's, what I understand is that email marketing is in a way following people's behavior, how they behave naturally while shopping on the web. So before buying something, they want to know what they want to buy and then also be convinced that this is the right choice for them. So we send them emails catering that. If they buy, they might, um, they might abandon the cart because they feel that, okay, it's too much money to part. 
um, or uh, I'm not quite sure yet. So we need to help them make the decision. And uh, there is there's a billions of dollars being lost for abandoned cart and, and mm -hmm. big opportunity if people don't send you know these emails. And then finally, people want to feel good about their, their purchase that they've done the right decision. Otherwise, there might be refunds or people being unhappy and they might regret what they've bought. So again, reinforcing this decision, uh, it's very important. So I'm really happy that you're highlighting all these um, strategies and essential pillars. Now, um, I'm pretty sure people are convinced already that if they don't have email marketing or they haven't had a campaign uh, and strategies in place, they will do that. Now, they're wondering, how can my shop make more money, boost revenue, and have some ROI out of email? What are the best ways to actually make money through email? Yes, uh, email marketing is a, a huge revenue channel for any business there, any e-commerce business specifically. Um, the key to this, and again, see some key themes throughout my answers, but personalization and segmentation is going to be one of the key ways that you'll be able to create, increase, and, and boost your revenue through email marketing. Um, segmentation is huge. We know that, you know, while most businesses have different key personas and target audiences, no two people are the same. So it's important to create groups and segments with either like characteristics, like personas, like behaviors between your audience. You don't want to just email blast everybody. Um, it's your, you want an opportunity to kind of hit the nail on the head and get what your segment is most interested in. So that's taking your larger email list and segmenting up so that you can personalize the content. And this is knowing your audience, what's important to them as they mentioned, um, highlighting the content or the products that are most relevant to who is in each of these segments uh, and sending it at the right time when makes sense for these people, kind of playing on uh, these segments, pain points or challenges or their interests can be a great way to go about that um, and is sure to help you generate more revenue than just one large email blast. I can, can guarantee it. Um, on top of that, I think it's, it's really important to analyze um, and assess your email performance. This seems pretty straightforward, but we think about you know, how different campaigns or email sends might be performing. You might be starting email marketing for the first time or with a new segment. You wanna track that first email performance and see what's working. Was it the open rate that you expected? Um, was it the click-through uh, or that conversion rate that you expected? If not, start making some small tweaks and understand what, what resonated with your audience and what didn't. Are they purchasing based on your emails? How often after, or how soon after the email send? Why or why not are they purchasing? You know, constantly reviewing how your emails are sending and how the performance and making those small tweaks over time will help to generate more and more revenue. Uh, A-B testing is really important in this too if you, you do have the opportunity to do that with some of your email sends. Um, so you can see that side-by-side -side comparison right there. Um, and then boosting revenue with email marketing uh, what other uh, way that I would recommend that we can do this and uh, would recommend that all, all shops set up is using some sort of automation. So using flows or workflows to kind of set and forget, we'll say. Uh, it's an easy way to, to set up some automatic nurturing emails that will go out. We talked about some of them, abandoned card or post-purchase emails. And 
you don't have to constantly recraft those emails, of course, to what I just said. You always want to go back and analyze them and see what's working. But it allows you to set something up in your, your email system and just let it go after a, a subscriber or customer takes some sort of action. So it's a great way to do revenue, uh, to generate revenue that isn't going to take you a ton of time in the long term. Once you set it up front, you just go ahead and do some tweaks over time. Great. And uh, talking about the last part, it's, um, we've also found something interesting. Um, some campaigns that work really well, uh, there is a way of adding them in a regular flow. And if they're high converting, then all the new customers uh, or you know, people that are um, doing certain uh, things, they can actually receive these successful emails one way or another because they're high exactly. converting. So um, I'm really a big fan of A-B testing. You know, I'm really glad you said that. A-B testing, analyzing results, that's how you improve your business. And um, talking about this, if you have a small business that doesn't generate a lot of money, uh, with A-B testing, you can actually maybe double your revenue. Or if you have a big business, even 1% boost in the conversion rate, it can help you generate a lot more money because it will you know, multiply over time in a compound effect way. So yeah, thank you so much about all of that. Okay. Now, I mean, let's explore a, a few examples of, let's see a few online shops that are doing it really well and what we can learn from them. Sure, yes, I've got a, got a couple up my sleeve to share today. Um, I think the uh, couple that I've got here, you can see the first one, uh, Casemate. These are, are one of our customers. We actually have a case study on them, um, which you can read on the Clavio website. But this is a, a brand, Casemate sells um, cell phone covers, right? And they're, they've got um, some beautiful cell phone colors, uh, covers, excuse me, in, in all different colors, patterns. And they've seen great, most recently, they've seen great increase in uh, repeat purchasers. Uh, so customers who are spending more with them over time, this is because uh, cases, although we'd love them to last forever, after a certain amount of time, these ones at least, do need uh, to be replaced. And they've also built their brand around this great imagery that a lot of the cases are seasonal, right? You, you might want to have something for the summer season and then switch up your colors for winter, a little bit darker, colder, whatever it might be based on your consumer habits. But Casemate has done a great job at looking um, at these and focusing on those repeat purchasers to understand their buying behavior in the time between purchases that I talked about a little bit earlier to target their audience. In the visuals that you can see here, they've also created their brand, um, the emails that they send very visually, right? It goes along with who their audience is, what's important to them. There's not a lot of text on there. They're highlighting some of those cases, again, based on seasonality or what their different segments or personas might be interested in. So this is a brand that's done really well with their email marketing, um, really well with capitalizing on their brand, and also done a, a lot of campaigns, not necessarily featured here in this case study, but um, they've done a lot of campaigns on driving reviews and some of that pre and post purchase flows that we've already talked a lot about to help drive their business revenue. So that's one that I would highlight for everybody to check out. A couple other uh, case studies I've got here. So Heist uh, is a women's uh, undergarment brand. They're actually based in London and uh, they're a Clavio customer and I'm highlighting them because I think they do a really, really great job sending customized 
content to their audiences. This is another brand that, uh, as you can see from their email campaigns and the visuals, it's, it's um, pretty visual focused. They celebrate diversity, um, creating content, uh, or creating, excuse me, uh, undergarments and content for uh, women of, of all ages, uh, very diverse, you know, different activity levels. And what this brand has really, really um, focused on is that pre-purchase education. So they'll, through their emails, if you see them or subscribe to them, they'll guide you on an educational journey about the product, about the innovations that they've made, how these undergarments are so comfortable, why it matters. Um, and then they track on the back end the behavioral actions of, of how their consumers are engaging with that. So these guys have seen uh, over the past year or so a 50% increase in repeat purchasers and 11% uh, increase in average order value since implementing that educational flow, which I think is huge. This is, this is brilliant. It's, um, I really love these visual examples. And um, the, the big takeaway for me is um, I can see that businesses that do really well are the ones that understand who their customer is. So they can create content, emails, flows, depending on their behavior and their needs. Um, now, I'm just curious if you have any, any specific examples, you know, we're in the, in the pandemic as, as we're recording this. And um, are there any examples of companies that have done really well during the pandemic? Great question. Yes, I've got a couple of examples of also um, pandemic focused emails that uh, personally, I just like to highlight. So. A couple here uh, that we'll have on the screen is we've got Lensable. So they uh, create protective uh, eyewear for, you know, those blue light glasses for screens. Uh, they're doing really well in the pandemic just based on where they are, but they've created this, these great campaigns, um, really switching their focus on work from home entirely. Everybody is now at home using their screens, using their computers. You can see the visuals in their emails instead of what used to be people in office spaces as people in their home environments. Um, I think that's really important through this pandemic to, to keep in mind what those switches that people have made. Um, plugging into the fact that a lot of people are, are working from home or stuck at home and uh, staying home during these times. Uh, so what better time to invest in blue light glasses uh, is their brand. Another thing I've seen a lot of brands do this, and I'll highlight Nicole Br Miller brand, for example, uh, who uh, creates um, uh, women's clothing, but they have shifted their focus to highlight um, a certain amount of proceeds to go to helping pandemic relief efforts. We've seen a lot of brands do this, and I think that's huge during this time. It's being empathetic to the situation, your understanding that you still want to uh, sell your products and your goods and connect with your audiences, but it's this weird time where we're all in this together and we all want to give back and help people on the front lines and help those affected. Um, so I think it's a really, really great how brands have switched like Nicole Millibrand to do this, either donating, um, starting to create masks. We've seen a lot of companies do that, um, really helping us all feel part of the effort by helping out this and that can, can increase uh, your sales there. The last one, if anybody's like me, we're really missing our uh, traveling here uh, during this time. But I think Travel Zoo, uh, and we know like airlines, travel companies, they're, they're greatly affected by the pandemic. Uh, travel Zoo 
I thought it had a cool campaign that I saw my, come through my inbox a couple weeks ago. Uh, they highlighted that here are like 20, 20 amazing places, as you can see, that you can visit without leaving home. So they're acknowledging, you know, the pandemic, we can't leave, it's on brand, featuring like those travel experiences. You can actually click in and see different places virtually. I thought that was a really fun way to keep, you're not, you're not selling anything during this time, but you're keeping your audience engaged and really driving, hopefully, that brand loyalty. So those are a few of my favorites that I've seen. I'm sure we've all seen many uh, creative email marketing tactics throughout the past couple of weeks and months as well. Yeah, it's, it's impressive. You know, it, what, what really uh, astonishes me is the fact that people were not expecting a pandemic. It's something that they hadn't prepared for, that nobody had a strategy, you know, in case of a pandemic. And it's impressive that many brands were so spot on in terms of their communication and so fast. You know, right. they, they understood their customers' needs. They talked with empathy. They maybe they um, started getting a little bit more concerned about being too, you know, selling too much. So they started backing down and helping, giving value to their customers. And that's really impressive. So many examples uh, for inspiration. I'm pretty sure our viewers will get a lot of, you know, different ideas on what to implement. And um, finally, I would just like us to, to wrap up this value-packed interview with um, three pandemic-proof tips that our viewers can use right away. Is there anything you would like to share with us? Yes, three pandemic proof tips. So my first one is don't stop your email marketing during the pandemic. Um, we've talked a lot, a lot of, about a lot of creative ways that we can continue to email marketing. Now's the time, even if you cannot, you know, sell or, or create a ton of revenue during this time, you can get new subscribers, drive customer loyalty. Um, I think it's really important and it's something we've talked with our customers a lot about. There's so much value to still be added. Shouldn't be stopping email marketing during this time. Second is focus on community. Um, I, I've loved that, that the pandemic has brought this sense of community, if there's one good thing that's come from it. Um, it's that now more than ever, people want to connect with each other, right? They want to um, encourage your users to engage with each other, whether it's social media, you know, send out some emails that are encouraging contests or different things for posts. Um, it's really great to see that, and, and I'd encourage everybody to do that as a key tactic. And then just use this time to encourage future sales. Um, we know a lot of businesses have been greatly affected by this and, you know, um, revenue or, or business has halted during this time. But if you're continuing to use your uh, email marketing, still encourage those purchasers to come back. We've seen a lot of people doing, you know, coupons for brick and mortar stores when they uh, open back up or some sort of campaign where you're, you're sending uh, customers a coupon to be used within the next six months or during a certain time frame. Um, so those would be my, my personal tips for everybody, uh, pandemic proof tips and, you know, just keep on doing it, keep engaging with your audience and keep up that throughout this and we'll see it hopefully uh, pay off on the other side. I mean, it, it's, I can see, you know, a recurring theme in all this, uh, not only understanding your audience, but being able to provide value. So email uh, is just another channel. It's a very popular, um, a very consistent channel that's been working all these years and probably will continue working. But understanding how to provide more value to your audience, whether it's, um, you know, encouraging sales and giving them value through a sale or building a community or sharing tips and valuable content 
that's all great ways to to come closer with your audience and i think that's an amazing time for all um, online shop owners just take a step back understand the audience again and and you know probably calibrate again their relationship with their audience and uh, be able to provide more value in the future Absolutely. Uh, that was so fascinating so value-packed um, any famous last words anything that you would like to leave our audience with today I think I, I left it all out there. Like I said, email marketing, personalization and segmentation. Um, that's about it. I, I really appreciate you having me. I'm excited to talk to this audience um, about email marketing. And yeah, thank you for the time. I hope everybody stays safe and, and you know, uh, we'll, we'll get through this together. Cheers. Brilliant. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Oh, well. I couldn't expect anything less by Didi and Clavio. I've learned so much today and I'm pretty sure you also have. So why don't you share your favorite takeaways with me through my email, thomas at zoronto.com and I will respond to every single email personally. Now you can also download a freebie below offered by Clavio just by adding your email address.